Hello, you're listening to Talking Utter Slot. Rather than the usual programme where we look at what's happened in the past week, this one takes a slightly longer timescale, 20 years in fact, because September 2023 was the 20th anniversary of when Slot Forum got started. I was involved as a moderator, not quite from day one, from day two or three, I think, but I thought it was a good excuse to gather together the people who had started the forum and talk about why and some of the fun we had 20 years ago when the internet was young and we didn't have grey beards. Hope you enjoy it. You are listening to Talking Utter Slot. This is a bit different, this one, though, not least because there's four of us in this conversation, so it's a bit of a first, uh, and we're having a bit of a reunion, sort of. We're all in vaguely different countries. There's two of us in England, one in France and one in Switzerland. And the reason for that is it's 20 years since Slot Forum was started uh, this month, September. So I thought, noticing that, it might be quite good to get together some of the gang uh, and see if we can remember why we did it, what it was like, and uh, some of the more allowable uh, gossip that we can now share, shall we go. So I, I shall... <laughs> I shall go quickly through the introductions to say there's Gareth, Alan, and Doug. And I'm going to start off, I'm going to try and steer it with some con- questions, really. And what I want to try and do is to say, why did we start it? Uh, and how did we start it? And that's really going to be Doug and Alan, because I think from a technical point of view, you guys you guys got it going. But if I can set the background, I think we were all, so forums were relative, or fora, as I should say, being a good Latin student, they were they were relatively new. And I think we all were involved in uh, the American one, Slot Car Illustrated. It certainly was a big part of introducing me to other people locally. Um, and then there came a sort of fateful moment when we decided we were going to have our own one. So, Doug and Alan, who wants to kick off on how that started? I mean, I think I think it's fair to say that um, well, Slot Car Illustrated was great. It was very American, uh, and we're not. So we probably wanted something a little bit more European, would that be? A... <laughs> it doesn't work if you don't talk, Alan. Well, it was it was Alan's idea originally, so he can tell us uh, why we started it. I, I did the technical uh, aspect of it, but Alan, uh, why did we start it originally? I think we just wanted something more European based. So for me, whenever I get into a hobby, I like to give back. I don't like to just take take. So the idea being. Okay, so we're all going on Slot Car Illustrated, but hey, it's an American forum, so it's quiet when we're awake. And, and then we get a load of English and European chat coming on, and then the Americans come on and don't know what we're talking about. So we just decided, why don't we try something for ourselves? And Doug was always the tech guy, so he said, yeah, well, I can get a forum going. And it kind of went from there. I'd been involved uh, with the Corvette Club forum. Uh, that used the the same software, and uh, with, after chatting to Alan, I mean, I said we could get one going in ten minutes or so, and I think it took us twenty four hours in those days because uh, the domain name had to propagate and everything like this. But literally twenty four hours after that conversation we had, we had a forum up and running, um, and I think it, for the first year it sat in my garage on a PC, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then I, I remember every, every every now and then it would go out. There was like this downtime, and people would scream and shout, and you know, oh my god, it, it, the forum was down for half an hour or something. But uh, 
And then we moved to London and then it went to Paris and it went kind of all around the world in terms of hosting. But uh, yeah, and I was hosted in the garage for a while. How, how did you, how did Doug and I, how did you know each other? Uh, from the from the website from the, from Slotco Illustrated. Oh, okay, so that's the first, that's how you met online as well. I think uh, for uh, the initial few, sorry, Doug. I think for the initial few, it was all all of us came from Slotco Illustrated. But it was like, okay, so I know he's in the UK, and oh, Doug, okay, I know you're in France. You're not far from me, really. And then mm. went from there. So yeah. So so when the con when you say when you set it up in twenty four hours, I mean I can you know that takes me that long to do the laundry frankly but how was it literally that easy i mean what what why was it so easy to do and to create that so quickly was it just well, at the right time or what you're the computer well, I, with? I, I, I had a, a an internet company at the time and our business was setting up websites and and uh selling domain names um we were the biggest domain name and website hosting company in france and uh i mean Setting up a website was just like a matter of sort of telling the tech guy, set it up, and voila, it was done. We came up with a, a name. Uh, I think we brainstormed for five minutes on names. It, 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 it really didn't take long. I mean, it was like, let's create a slot forum. Okay, what's it called? Let's try <laughs> slotforum.com. And voila, slotforum.com was available. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't difficult in those days. Uh, and technically, look, it was just, a, you know, what you do, you set up a website and you just install forum software. Uh, it was just, you know, that was it. And then, so once, you, once you'd built the house, as it were, you had to then invite some people to come and, come and play. How well, did, we invited how... you. I mean, you, you came. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> An early mistake, I know. I think, I... I, think that, I think that was Alan's job as well. I mean, Alan said, okay, fine, I'm going to go and get the first bunch of characters yeah, yeah. So, so there was a core there was a core so actually yeah wankel so peter uh yourself jim uh, uh who else was there initially it the idea was to get a core of of the more vocal in english initially right and they all came from slot car illustrated we just private messaged and said hey we're doing yeah. this it's a bit more english centric are you interested well, it was. I think looking back, because I I only recently I didn't say rejoined. I never left Slot Forum, but I I sort of stopped doing slot cars for a while and all that sort of thing. Unfortunately, Jim is still a moderator, and I couldn't remember my password. So I mean, I and it's like four computers ago, and I just couldn't get in. And he was able to get into my original account and kind of rejoin me back to that, which is why I know that my join date was the eighteenth of September. And I seem to remember the initial setting up of it was something like the 12th, wasn't it? So literally from, from nothing to having some full code, that's certainly how quickly we all got contacted and joined. Was, so the, the, yeah, so the, the, the notion was to get some, what should we say, talk, talkative Brits involved in the whole thing. Gobby <laughs> Brits. Gobby, gobby <laughs> Brits, that's the word, yeah. Yeah, that's the <laughs> We loved wallets, so they had had stuff to talk about. So. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a kind of great time because you had you know Fly was uh, well not that new was it? It was probably what five or six years old, um, and you know the kind of contrasting to there were relatively fewer slot car makers, but they were making a lot more models, and there was a lot more people involved in buying and playing with them. 
Absolutely. Um, uh, I mean, that's one of the sad things to do is you sort of see, you know, a big run from Skeletrix is, you know, 1,500 models or something, uh, whereas back, I think I was talking to Steve, uh, who was AEC, who's now Staff Slots UK, so he used to import uh, SCX. Um, he said when he was doing, I think it's the, I'll get this story wrong, always, always refer to the title, Talking Utter Slot, so the, the threshold of accuracy is fairly low, but anyway, the gist of the story was, to order the cars, and I think it was marked to escort, he had to make a decision to to order something like 5,000 and they sold out in 12 days or certainly a handful of days. Whereas now, when he's getting something from a a much more, he he probably really only wants a couple of hundred but he has to take 300 in order to get them to make the model. So again, the the reason for telling that now is that the number of people who were buying playing and therefore probably interested in a slot forum was much bigger back then, and probably the. Can we remember how quickly it grew? Can we remember what, how the, how did it get going? So we've got that thing. What do we do next? So, so the, the the big game changer was fly, because the detail was incredible, for the time. I mean, at the time, Scalectric, the Hallby's version, Scalectric catalog was it was like six pages. That was it. It, it had got it had shrunk from from the previous explosion of the hobby in the 60s, 70s, it had shrunk. So it was still going, but shrunk. But Fly came out with incredibly detailed models. So like the Lister, for example, was one of the first, I remember. The other innovation was that he added magnets. Mm. But he added neodyne, yeah, I forget the word. But very strong. The, very <laughs> strong, yeah. Rather than the rubbishy square rubber magnets that Scalettra were using, it didn't work. These things actually stayed on the track fast. Um well, I remember being one of my first, I think it was my first visit when I discovered um, the Palau shop in Barcelona. Uh, yep. I was on a work trip and sort of the bus went past this place and I went back around in. So Aladdin's Cave, all this stuff that I just didn't know existed before. Uh, and they had, the Venturi had just been launched, which had an even stronger magnet than the Viper. So it was the second kind of thing. So they had track screwed to the underside of a shelf, just a little oval. And I'm in Turi driving round upside down because the magnet was so strong that it could hold. Which at the time we thought, wow, this is just brilliant. Now the first thing I do is rip the bloody magnets out. So, but at the time it was amazing. At the time it was good. Do you want to know a secret about that little advert recording? They had three magnets on the car because <laughs> <laughs> they actually it was it was strong, but it wasn't that strong. So they thought, well, you know what, no one's going to actually do it. So yeah, I heard from somebody a few years later that they put three magnets in the car. <laughs> Illusion shattered. Yeah, Illusion. yeah. That's ruined this for everybody now. <laughs> now, so I go, go back to the go back to the forum. Obviously, it it grew quite quickly with mean, the number of people and the conversations and all that sort of thing. Um, and I think I was a moderator from the beginning. And I don't, yeah, I don't remember. We had, we had 16 moderators from when you were invited. We literally, the first 16 blokes we invited, yeah. we made them all mods. And like this, it just solved the problem of everything. Because it, whenever somebody came in, there was this gang of mods and they didn't dare do anything bad for, for years. So. <laughs> for years, I, th- I, th- I, th- I think the 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 best for uh, the forum kind of statistics was one moderator for every thousand members, and we had sixteen moderators right from the get go, and that just prevented any issues at all. You know, yeah. Hang That's on, okay. hang on, hang on. Just stop me there. It prevented any issues at all. 
<laughs> no, just because no, we stamped on them before we. This is your, I've taken my glasses off, Doug. Are you still wearing your rose tinted one? <laughs> but the, but then we ha we must have had. Uh, I think looking at the stats, I think we had about two hundred members by the end of uh, September. So literally, it, it it went from sixteen to two hundred, and those were all the people sort of that were our friends. We, we invited everyone we knew. Um. And then it sort of grew organically from there, you know. People just realized, uh, I think, didn't I send you a, a, a picture the other day of when Google first came to the website? I think we had a... We had a sort of a month later, yeah. yeah. That was, and to put that in context, I mean, how old was Google at that point? Probably not very. <laughs> well, Google, Google turned 25 today, so, you know, that's just, uh, it was five years old, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems true. So yeah, so you guys, you would know. I mean, that was quite a thing. Google coming to skip oh, a yeah. website. We, yeah, we took was. a photograph. We, we took a picture saying, "Wow, well, Google's here." If I, if I remember correctly, was that because you could see who was online? When all the names would appear That's in the it. thing, and it would, and it came up as Google Bot or something. Is that right? That's it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I've got a, I've got a picture somewhere. Right? I'll find it. Okay. Um, fascinating. So we've touched on the need for moderation, and I think you know, the clubs open pages and people talked about new cars and all that sort of thing. Um, I guess the, the thing we remember is, and the thing I remember was there was a kind of community within a community, which probably doesn't sound very nice, but because there was those mods and we all could chat to each other separately, um, there was a there was a kind of sense of a, a the kind of a, a club there. Um, and I'd not recently joined a, a real club, and it was you know you know we are now talking twenty twenty years later, and we all met up. We'll we'll come to the meeting up later on, but um, there are, there were some issues. I mean, people online behave badly. I mean, it's a kind of everyday every minute occurrence now. Back then, people were probably behaving a little bit better than the. The idea of having you know, the keyboard warrior was mm. relatively new, wasn't it? I mean, do you... it, it was. Uh, so some of the in the first few months, some of the worst problems we had were actually members coming across from from the other forums. What, what are you doing? Why, why have you? Why do you not come to our forum anymore? So there was a few issues like that. But because we had the number of mods, and we had a chat every week initially. It was a case of, right, look, we're, this is what we're not putting up with. We don't need this. So they they gone instantly. And all the mods knew this, and you didn't have to ask permission. And so we were quite strict. And it wasn't as bad then. There were people throwing little paddies and expectations way above their standing. So, um, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I compared to, see Twitter now, which is a nightmare, oh, you know, when uh, you I get just left. Yeah. <laughs> But um, well, I, I still call it Twitter. I shouldn't really. You were saying Scott about clubs within clubs. It was all the the sub forums, and and I can't remember when I joined, but it was later than than obviously the new guys. I can't remember when it was. I think you, Scott, you put me onto it, and it, again, probably after a rally or something like that. But all the clubs started having their own sub forums, mm. and then to have a sub forum. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I seem to remember you had to have a moderator for that sub forum. So, you know, Farnham Skeletric Club had their own little bit and that was fine. And the problem was I, I was, I think I was moderating that, which is dead easy because there was no Facebook, there was no WhatsApp, there was no this, that. So this was the way that we messaged each other apart from a carrier pigeon or a text message kind of thing. 
Mm. And then I think people forgot that they were actually still on a public forum. And I think that was <laughs> so you'd be chatting away or talking to each other, spouting a load of bullshit, and then somebody somebody random would look at it and say, "Oh God, did you see what they said about such and such yesterday?" Forgetting <laughs> that actually, well, anybody could look at this. It was like, "Oh shit, we better moderate that." Okay, fine. And I think that's that's really the good. time that I sort of realised. This is all. Fun. It's a good point, though, isn't it? Because it is pre, if well, not quite based. Pre Facebook in the real sense, and you know, the social media mm. as we know it now. Yeah. Uh, certainly, certainly the whichever of the forums you know that I getting to know that going to a club which was only twenty miles away, I wouldn't have known it existed without the forum. Uh, you know, meeting various people, and even today, I still the same thing. Um, you know, I get to know people who are not that far away from me that you would just never discover otherwise. Um, so it's good from that point of view. The um. So that question was: so Manufacturers, when they sort of slot, so the Skeletric or Fly or SCX Carrera, I guess that was kind of it, really, wasn't it? I don't think there was many. There wasn't any. Yeah, Ninko. Ninko. Oh, how could I forget Ninko? I'm, I'm currently. I'm currently, well, I'm currently, I, I'm currently I, had, I had. I had one Ninko car, and I gave it away. <laughs> you fool! You fool! I just, I just bought four of them last week. They're so cheap on eBay at the minute; it's crazy. I shouldn't talk about it because people will go out and buy them. I got. Two yeah. Ninko rally sets, so four cars for less than the price of two cars. Yeah, look, so, please don't don't start telling me how cheap Ninko are getting. <laughs> that, yeah. that retirement it, stockpile, Alan, is perhaps not yeah. worth much as you thought it was. Yeah, it's not yeah, going to be. Uh, they're all going to land up homeless, aren't they? <laughs> it's definitely not worth selling. Honestly, just give. I'll, I mean, I'll take them home for you, but they're not worth it. There'll be. But I guess from. Uh, when did when did you first get approached by or did you approach the manufacturers? Yeah. How did that work? When did so oh, so God, the, no. the thing was we were we were quite innovative in that again I wanted to give back and so you looking at other forums there were a couple of smaller ones around. Um, I just thought it's the same with the clubs. Hey, why don't we get the clubs involved? So all these people joining, a lot of them are talking about they go here of an evening and there of an evening. So we approached them and said, Hey, we'll give you your own sub forum as Gareth said if you moderate it. Um, and then it was, look, why don't we just go to all the manufacturers and say you can have your own page? We started with Maurizio Ferrari, mostly because uh, I found that being in Switzerland, I'm, I'm in the middle of France, Germany, Italy, whatever, and they were easy to get to. Um, Spain was a little bit harder, but we managed it. So we just invited all of them. We found that the ones we could find someone in charge of their marketing, especially their online marketing. And we it's the same thing. We, we'll give you your own page. And we tried saying you can moderate it, but that was too much work for them. So then we, we, we started finding moderators who were interested in a brand. So you moderate this channel. They'll, they will feed you all the information. So we had early releases. We had uh, press releases. And then Doug had the, the excellent idea of going to Nuremberg for the toy fair. So the, the first year, the two of us went. And that went on for a few years. That was amazing. Yeah. Because we yeah. so many contacts. And that was fun, man. It was amazing, yeah. So how did you, a lot. So you literally you applied for what press passes and yeah, we got we got we got press passes, uh, and we had to get there. I remember I flew in once, I took a train in once, yeah. and I went with Alan. We drove a couple of times in as well, two or three times. I mean, I think I went five times in all, something like this. Five, at least. yeah. I think at least at least twice you you flew to me and then we drove, right? So yeah. 
Yeah, but I mean, the, the, well, it, it, it was in February, right? So I mean, it was winter was tricky, and it, you know, there'd be ice and snow on the roads and things, and it wasn't easy uh, getting there. Well, that was fun. <laughs> but no, it's, fair, though, when you the... started doing that, that was, I think that must have been one of the biggest draws. I mean, yeah. it was always, the, I don't know, I mean, I never saw this, well, I probably did see the stats, but I certainly can't remember them. But surely the day you came back from Nuremberg and you started p- posting pictures of news. Well, we'd, we'd, do, we'd, do, we'd do it from the shows, huh? Yeah. I remember, we, we actually did it from the... That was the second year. The first year we did it on the on the way back. But then yeah. the next okay, day. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was desperate to see stuff. Because I remember when I started doing it as well, because I did it a few years after you guys, primarily for the NSCC and then SOP Forum at the same time, and I'd do all those news posts. Again, I remember Doug sending you all those pictures, and they'd be like, there'd be hundreds, if not thousands of pictures we'd be uploading and trying to get them to talk to you. It was just, anyway. But the people of the amount of hits was just huge because people would never really seen that up until then. Um, And the manufacturers too, because they were all saying, hey, look, here's a bunch of guys who are actually serious about about giving something back. And and so they all jumped. They were sending us emails. They were sending us stuff for, for, um, for testing for, which we actually sent out to a lot of other people, a lot of you guys at the time. Yeah. Uh, I remember I was good. Well, I mean, the context of the, of the interest, I think certainly for us, for me in the UK, the only other news channel for slot cars was the NSCC monthly newsletter. Now, I don't know what the, the lead time on getting something in, but you know, it was at least a month, maybe. So by the time something was announced, it probably took a few weeks to get into that mag that then got printed in Europe. So news from the toy fair could be months out of date, whereas now you were getting to see it uh, instantly. Um, well, which whatever they wanted you to photograph. Okay. There was some stuff that we weren't allowed to. I don't know if you ever had that, Doug and Alan, but there was like, no, you can't take any pictures of that. And that was like... Yeah, you got it on display, but that was some sort of. I mean, I mean, never, never Hornby. Hornby was always just yeah, it's here, take it, take a photograph. I mean, it was often the sort of uh, maybe the Spanish, I think. SCX especially. Um, I remember saying, "No, you can't take a picture of that. You can't take a picture of that." It's like, well, why did you bring it if we can't take a photo? Yeah. Of it? Surely that's the yeah. whole point. <laughs> SCX were never that engaged, funnily enough, out of all of them. Yeah. Um, mm. But the second year when when Doug came up with the idea of taking the stuff and, and doing reports there and, and uploading, then three or four, maybe more of the manufacturers and the smaller guys, they were queuing up, sending us emails. Hey, when can we do this re- review with you and, and, and the interviews? And can I go before so-and-so? And, but the, we didn't really get this, this, oh, you can't take a picture of that. It was, okay. right. I think Fly, Fly a couple of times said, look, you can, yeah, you can take pictures, but please don't publish them until the end of the show because we have other people who are coming along and they also want to and then they tried to tie everyone into the same day at the same time which didn't always work but it was close enough well it's, i mean I, I there was a there was an echo of that in my real life with real cars in the sense that i remember the excitement of when you know, we could go to a motor show and i can't remember which one it was but a geneva uh and being able because twitter you could actually say here i am at motor show Whereas you know, at that point there was a shift from journalists would come see something, it would get printed days, weeks later. To mm-hmm. they, they had websites, so things would get hosted on a website, maybe the next day, because that still felt quick. And now you could go, 
well, before even Autocar, I've showed you this, here's a picture of it, click, and then we can do that. And there was, a, for, a, for a few years, it was kind of live reporting from a press conference seemed interesting. And then we quickly learned, well, actually, it's a really difficult way to do it. And eventually, when I was running the social media department, well, not eventually, quite quickly, we stopped sending people to the show because we knew our own news. We would prepare everything before the show, and somebody at a desk back in England, because it was far better. You know, it wasn't being done on the hoof. They weren't having to find a corner somewhere. Um, so the evolution of that kind of show reporting, and Gareth, you must have seen yeah, some of that and yeah, the requirement yeah. you had to put, yeah. Uh, it was amazing, the need for Wi-Fi and all that sort of stuff. So it's, it's always, I think it's important just to remember that you know, even 20 years ago, doing stuff online was still relatively, you know, that was relatively new, I think. Uh, but not, but not we, we, we struggled to get the Wi-Fi uh, passwords at the New York Toy Fair. We, we, we'd spent the first day running around like headless chicken looking for the Wi-Fi access. And they said, why do you need Wi-Fi? You know, we, we journalists. Yeah, so, you know, why do you need Wi-Fi? It was... do, you remember, do you remember that guy who took our took our card, cards we'd had printed, and he was like, "But these aren't accredited. If you were a real journalist, you'd know how to get Wi-Fi." <laughs> no, but I promise you, the, the first the first the first year they would give you Wi-Fi. I think it lasted ten minutes or something, and we yeah. had to go back and we had to go back and get these things updated all the time. Yeah, yeah. amazing, amazing. It was fun. But, Talking about business cards, Gareth, you earlier, have you still got it to hand? Do you? Yeah, I have. So this is, so this is. I don't know what year this is from, actually, but I'll hold it. I'll just, I'll, I'll send it to you later. So uh -huh. I don't know if you can all see that. So yeah. I had to get these printed because, a bit like you were saying, um, Alan, you'd go along to Nuremberg or to the London Toy Fair or whatever, and over the years it was easier to get in. You didn't, like, have to have, accreditation you just needed to be yeah. savvy and apply in advance and that sort of stuff so i think at the time it kind of shifted from the the bit that you had where manufacturers are saying yes yes come and talk to me we're really keen la -di da -di da to actually being inundated with lots of people saying oh hello i'm fred from slot forum can i talk to you about this and they didn't know who the hell you were so i remember when i went i had to get these these business cards printed up and it says here Reporter moderator, Jexy One, which was my on my name. Because otherwise they wouldn't talk to you because they'd say, No, well somebody else has just already been to talk to us. Who is that? Yeah, we had a problem with that. Yeah. So yeah, I think so that, that has a racer Ferrari on it, right? So that's at least two thousand six. Um and I think that there was we had to start telling people in advance who was going and, and what their names were. So we had to have the cards because yeah. we were getting people turning up saying yeah, the German Slot Forum. <laughs> yeah. There, there was one in Germany called Slot Forum, the German Slot Forum or something. Yeah, we tried to link. That was Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. We tried he tried to link. Do you remember? Yeah. yeah. He wanted to affiliate at one point. Well, just staying with the manufacturers for, for a second, though. So we, I know I certainly got some cars to review, um, which I still have, uh, I have to say. Um, and I think that did they? I think they came into you, Doug, didn't they? And then you would sort of dispense them through the moderators and various yeah, some ways. Some of them, some of them. I think Alan got a bunch sent to him via his connections. Uh, like slotted, would, slotted would send things to Alan, I think. But uh, I got a how bunch from Hornby. But how um, did that start? Was that did you have to ask for that, or was that something oh, we offered? Oh, God, no one offers anything. 
but um yeah so i was a distributor in switzerland for slotic for a little while so that that started off there and then i used to i used to go across to see to see them for lunch and at the same time that's how i got to know the guys at racer and osterero mm-hmm. uh, and, and then we branched into these some of these the more uh, niche handmade stuff which then led on to probably one of the most argumentative forum ideas ever when we when we decided to, to have a whole forum dis- area for slot building slot slot car building mm-hmm. and the arguments over that's not kit bashing that's not slot <laughs> oh my god it just got ridiculous it's like but that's not that's not building a slot car you're just putting decals on it <laughs> it was just especially when Dara started coming out with white cars for <laughs> Yeah, but the thing is that, that's, that. yeah, that's the, the thing is when you do that, you sort of you tap into. I, I was talking to Scott about this uh, um, on some other bits that we were talking about, and you go from people thinking they're on their own in their sheds, in their studies, in their model making rooms, building this stuff, all very singular and on their own, and maybe yeah, once in a blue moon they meet up with somebody who also does the same thing, but then suddenly you're all together and because they're so passionate about it, like you say, they're saying, well, oh, that's not real. That's not right. This isn't that. I think that's when, when you get passionate and you get lots of people that are passionate, invariably you're going to get a few banging of heads. I think is probably the safest way to Literally. say. Yeah. Over definitions more than anything. Yeah. 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 And it all gets a bit anal. Probably. No, that, that, that's a very polite way of putting it. That's amazing. Yeah, we should just emphasize he means people are worried about the small details rather, Is that what I meant? rather than any other usage of that word. Uh, that's a different different website, Scott. Very different. Different time, I think very that's different German. time. Isn't that a German website? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, probably. Don't, don't go there. Don't go there. Um, I'll, I'll tell you something. The slot car forum wasn't as bad as train forums. The train guys are worse. And I'll tell you something now. That, that the only forums I belong to now are sailing forums, and they are even worse. Because I think it's all to do with the, the average age of the average member. And sailing forums now, uh, maybe like any forum, I suppose, the average age is about 70, right? And guys, guys, when they get old, tend to get grumpy, grouchy, grouchy. I don't. I have no Don't definitely be polite. <laughs> <laughs> well, that yeah. Well, that's yeah. I, speaking is probably the oldest man in the room. I, I I'd like to defend the old from being used to being grumpy. Um. But in terms, I mean, here comes a delicate. We're going to be delicate now. So obviously, there was times when we had to we had to deal with some problems, um, and I'm not sure legally which ones we can talk about. So I'll I'll, I'll rely on this. We can we can present, protect each other. I've written down um, the names that we're not allowed to say, or the one name, <laughs> just so I don't say it again. Because whoever it I, is, I, they'll I, know who they are, and we're not allowed to talk about it. I don't think. I sent you the photograph. It's on. It's on the WhatsApp. Yeah, I'll have a look at that in a bit. <laughs> I never, I never probably, saw a photograph of him. But we all know probably, who we're talking about. Well, I said before. We, you, that's an interesting point. Was it because we all got to know each other? We all at first everybody had a made-up name. I think I was a Curie Cost or something. And God knows why he didn't use your name. Anyway, 
Um, so you would then go to an event, a swap meet or something, and you've no yeah. idea who the person you were talking <laughs> to. You might have been chatting to them only last night or something. Um, and that persisted. I mean, I, I mean, it's lovely, but I mean, I was last uh, or earlier this year, I was at a swap meet and standing having a rummage, and somebody came up and said, "Are you Scott?" And I went, "Yes." You know, in that kind of guilty, and they said, "Oh yeah, I'm listening to the podcast." But I had no idea who you who you who you're engaging with, but um. No, so if we don't use names of the product, I mean, I, I, I think there's some light-hearted problems, if you like, but there was also some serious ones, and I not to really? not to kill kill the mood. I, 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 can't, I, can't really remember, I can't remember anything serious. Well, right. the one, the one, uh, the one I'll sort of talk, I think because um, obviously, well, this. I remember one where there was someone who was having seemingly having a big problem with someone else, and they would or a moderator, and they were telling us about this problem. And then I think one of you must have worked out in the background that actually this was they were running two accounts and they were arguing with themselves. Is my yeah, recollection? Yeah, and uh, it, um, and it wasn't that they set this account up and made a couple of posts. There was hundreds and hundreds of posts <laughs> in both accounts, so the time commitment. And that was a kind of a, an unusual. I'd never come across thinking, "Why? Well, who's got the time, the passion, and the energy to do that?" Um, I think it's because there was a, like a wasn't there a star system or a rating system? The more posts you had, you kind yeah. of you had a different symbol or stuff. So I think a lot of people sort of fell into this. Oh well, he's a rookie. They've only done ten posts. So right, I'm going to say I'm going to say hundred posts about. Nothing. Just so I get my post yeah. count up. Was that? I can't yeah, remember what it was, yeah. but it was something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, that's that's always an issue with forums. I mean, people want to get their numbers up and their stars up and their ratings up. Did, did we give them names? Those those post count. I think we had the names that, that they were. Yeah, we had club racers, home racer, novice, <laughs> yeah. a few others. Um, it, yeah. it, it sounded good, but as you say, Gareth, with the way people are online, it was a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that particular one, the guy, it started because we put him on a, a, a five-day ban for swearing and misbehaving, and he didn't like it. So when when we let him back on, it, it turned out eventually that he'd made a second account to try and make mm. this person worse than him, so he could. And he was arguing with himself so that we would like him again. It was just ridiculous. And, and back and back then, we didn't have these tools to sort of uh, track people's IP addresses and, and MAC addresses. I mean, now, no. now you can, I think I think a couple of years in, in we used to do IP address checks and things, and we, we discovered that uh, people had multiple accounts and things, although not a crime in itself, but it just shows that, that uh, a lot of people are actually nuts, right? So unfortunately, you put, you put a group of people together in one space, and there is always going to be a percentage of them that are absolutely loony, and and the, the problem is 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 when you get multiple loony people in the same compact space together, you end up with a balmy. <laughs> but this the, this this applies to, loons, yeah. <laughs> this applies no, to anything. It's a general it's, online thing, right? It's it's yeah, it's because yeah. there's no filters. Yeah. 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 People just it's, become, they do, I know it's a horrible, it's just a normal, but keyboard warriors, people just hide behind their keyboards. Yeah. And I think your point, Scott, is because most of them never use their real name, it didn't really matter even if you met these people face to face, because you wouldn't know who on earth they were. And then when people did re realise it, 
and they either promoted themselves or they started doing other things where their face got up there. You definitely saw a change in them. It's like, oh, well, people know who I am now. I'm going to dial it back a bit. I'm going to be a bit gentle. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think that the only thing I ever remember getting grief about, and maybe I've just got a bad memory, um, I think it was one of the reviews, um, and I can't remember which car it was. Anyway, I would, I would have said something, not whatever I said. And I got there's what we'd now refer to as a pylon about how you what an idiot I was. I bet, <laughs> and it was, let's be honest, I bet it was you reviewing Scalectric's car, and we're not going to say who it was, but basically somebody <laughs> would come on and say, how dare you? How very dare you? You can't say anything bad about Hornby. They are the best thing since sliced bread. Am I, am I really? right? I, I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I mean, really? I think... Um, <laughs> I genuinely, I, 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 I've got a bad memory. You'll have, you, either you'll have to gently hint or... Uh, okay, was so a particular... with an M. <laughs> and the oh, right. second one was R. <laughs> I'm not saying the whole thing. I'm crossing out the other letters. But basically, if you, if you said anything bad about, it's not just me. I'm not got a selective memory. Doug, Alan, back me up on this. Scott's obviously forgotten. No, no. He's too old. Yeah, I, I posted the picture in the WhatsApp chat. There we go. Yeah. yeah. The thing. The thing is that I was saying this to Scott that the guy actually was not that bad. He was all right. Uh, I, I met him years later, and. Um, he wasn't totally bananas, right? Uh, he was actually all right. But I, I think his online persona, the, the the persona that he created, was just totally, totally weird, right? And no, that's uh, the I think thing, this, isn't it? Yeah. this is this is what you were saying about how people create this this, this persona, which is just uh, unreal. Yeah. 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 We better talk, stop talk, going there because Scott's already getting worried about his his <laughs> lack of lawyers. Oh, yeah, we don't have we don't have any lawyers. We've got a merch department. Don't worry. By way, your fee for this is I'll send you a sticker. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're very exclusive stickers, but I'll let the the um actually did we was there ever any slot forum merchandise? That's a quack. Yeah, I, yes. I, I had a, I had a pin badge. It was. Do you remember we had this massive? Uh, one of the first. I mean, you would basically call it a Kickstarter nowadays, but we had this massive. Uh, um, how did we do it, Doug? We did it on a, a raffle. We had this massive raffle to raise funds for new servers because we were just yeah, running, yeah. just getting so busy. We had this. We had about like four or five hundred prizes going out over mm, over, mm. Th- over three or four days worth of people joining and, and joining in and, and just donating money. We had a minimum donation to try and raise these servers, and we were going to all the all the manufacturers. Oh, we're struggling. We, we, can you send us this? And they went crazy. They sent us some incredible stuff. Um, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, there, there, there's there's one thing. I mean, you know, we made mugs, we made stickers. Uh, yeah, I think we we made yeah. a banner. We made a banner somewhere. I think Alan might have got the banner at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm um, not sure what happened to that actually. Yeah, yes. we, we, didn't, didn't we have quite a big banner somewhere? Yeah, it, I do remember that because it came along to a number of events that we did. Okay, Gareth's got it, right? No, I have not got it. <laughs> Somebody but, in the UK has it. Yeah. So it the one thing, the one thing we made, uh, which was pretty good, was um, SCX did a lime green Cuda 
and it had Slot yeah. Forum written on the windscreen of that. And we had 500 made. No, was it 500 50. or was it 50? 50. Was it 50? 50. Yeah. 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 And we gave one, one each to who? It was 50 what? Well, if you remember, we had a, a Slot Forum event. So yeah, we did. And it was, I'd, it was I'd everyone done a... who came to that event or what? Yeah, they all got one. Um, everyone and they, are, they are very rare, actually. Yeah, they're, they're going for over 300 euros on eBay, that's for sure. Right? Wow. So, yeah. wow. Yeah, there we go. I haven't but, got but, mine. Uh, so those couple yeah. that are rusted in my shed, I should probably go and get them. Right? Probably should. Now, I know Scott's got one still, because that came up the other day, didn't it, Scott? I have got one, yeah. yeah. And in fact, I was seeing the, my recollection of that, that was the event in Birmingham, yeah. uh, which I think from memory was uh, 2011. Was it something, something like the, the fifth anniversary or something like that? Or I can't remember. Maybe even the 10th anniversary, right. I don't know. I'm, but um, so, and we got we got given, I'm sure we got, we got there was a, a bag, which I think was an SCX branded plastic bag. We mm. had the green CUDA. I think there was a lanyard. There was right, something I didn't, never really recognised. It was it was branded. It was like an electric. ashtray. It was like an ashtray. It was. Yeah. Um, do you know really? what? Yeah, it was. It was a. It was an do you know what ashtray. I think it is? Do you know what I think it is? It was a coin exchange. For in a shop, you put your change in that, yeah. and then the you would, the yeah. shopkeeper would yeah. put your change and pick yeah. it up. But it did make um, quite a good ashtray as well. <laughs> but I until uh, earlier this year, I still had everything in the polythene bag. I hadn't taken it; just got wow. into the corner of the slot room, and it was all still in there. Yeah. And it was only when they launched the I say earlier this year, maybe last year, when they launched the what looked like new Cudas, but it's the same Cuda, but a different mm. motor okay. chassis. Um, and there was the green, and I thought, and there was this, the same. Well, it's a new. I thought, I'm sure I've got one that color you know, in there. Yeah. Sure enough, I have. Yeah, that was probably so. That's probably the that's probably the biggest thing, and and, that and the banner, obviously. I mean, that event in Birmingham, I was right at the end. I think that was when I kind of not because of it. It sounds like a cause and effect, but I, I was kind of giving up slot cars for the period at that time. But before that, we had I think it was a first anniversary thing where we all came out to Switzerland. You did. That was that was that was the first birthday party, wasn't it? And it was yeah. Um, so I mean, well. Why did Why did we come to Switzerland? Tell everyone. Uh, so we we had a, I had a club with a couple of friends uh, at the time in a in a very large room uh, that we were lucky to get. Uh, we basically had six different tracks with all different styles. We had a rally track. We had Mugello, which was the had the full lighting for night racing for fog racing. Uh, we had Thomas's Suzuka. Do you remember yeah, that was a, a one, that one thirty two scale version of Suzuka on Carrera. That was a full line. That was superb. Mm. Um, I seem to remember the regulations and the rules were a little strict. <laughs> uh, be, being so Germanic as he was. Um, and we had a, oh, oh, man, what did we have? We had a SpongeBob track for the kids. We had yeah, we had three or four different tracks. So it was just a big event that we hosted to, to say, yeah, hi. And, and, and when you, when you, say, you say big event, I I mean, I think it was three or four of us went over. I know Gareth, Jim and I, was there three or four of yeah, us? Yeah, there was it's another chap as well that uh, was from like the Farnham area that, again, I can't remember his name, but he hasn't been into slot cars possibly since. Again, yes. <laughs> hopefully it wasn't that, but he <laughs> came out with random. But I thought... As I remember, because you, you, I mean, you're you're downplaying. It was this modern big room. You had a kitchen stroke bar area, 
Yeah. And as I remember it, basically, we went in there on Friday night <laughs> uh, and pretty much didn't leave. And, you know, pizza was delivered and we were racing and just running. And in fact, one of the my fondest slot memories ever was Doug and I uh, with the, the then new Maserati and Van Wall. Uh, I think with the magnets out, there was a Skeletric Sport track that you had, which was... That was Mugello, copy of Mugello. Lands- yeah. Landscaped and everything. Yeah. And Doug and I just spent, I, I don't know how long, but in my memory it was, you know, an extended period of time, just lapping these two cars, not really racing, just kind of sliding yeah, we, beside we, each we other. Were so, we were such rubbish racers, we just did the <laughs> lapping thing. <laughs> <laughs> But it was oh, uh, yeah, so I, it, was, it was basically a lock, a slot car lock-in. It was fantastic. Yeah, and, was um, I did, I do remember the night racing. That was really good. And like you say, Alan, it was fog as well, wasn't there? Yeah, I put a fog machine underneath. And yeah, Alan's got the photograph there on it on that mouse pad that he's got. There. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, I'm not sure if it was shown. The guy yeah. who took that photograph was the other chat that I was talking about. So the guy who came yeah. over from the UK, he was a bit of a photography whiz. And he was doing all these long exposures, wasn't he? And you get all these yeah. tail lights and all that kind of stuff. They were great. That's yeah, lovely stuff. That's a full I, on, I, yeah, that was good fun. I don't have those pictures, actually. Um, they oh, must I, have, I mean, how far now can you go back on the slot forum and actually see original posts? Don't, not uh, well, no, my no old stuff isn't there anymore, right. so I don't okay. know. No. No. They migrated but, to a new one and dumped everything, I think. Oh, uh, did they? So okay. But the thing is that those that there were used to be this massive section of reviews and then gallery photos and stuff like that, and that all seems to have gone. I, I looked in there the other day when you you mentioned this uh, when you mentioned this um, podcasting, but actually I think all the all the real good content seems to have gone. Oh, that's a shame. But, yeah. but post counts seem to be maintained uh, for some weird reason. I haven't been there for years, over a decade. But I'm still the eighth highest poster according to their stats, which is like what? <laughs> An accolade that one. I, I, uh, Alan, Alan, you you're next on the list. I think you're ninth or tenth be, or something yeah. like this. Yeah. 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 No, we. I mean, not to, I mean, I again con- conscious of time, but obviously it came. Eventually, you sold the the site on, and it went to to other people to do other things with. Um. I don't want to dwell on that because that was, you know, these things run their course or whatever. But what was the, was it because collectively you guys had got fed up doing it or it just became boring once mm. it on? I'm, I'm, well, I'm not sure why, I'm not sure why Douglas. So for me, uh, family time and free time changed and there was less and less time on the forum. And forums, the same as a lot of like Discord channels and stuff now, they have a an optimum level above which they're mm-hmm. uncontrollable and not so friendly anymore. And I think for me, the family atmosphere that we had in the first few years just died off. And there was, suddenly you would go on there and it was full of chats by people you had no idea who they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was there less and less. And I know for Doug, still being the main admin, the workload got higher and higher and there was no support. So. Well, I mean, there was a lot of work for it, and there wasn't really a lot of income. Um, it it was like a it was literally like a twenty four hour job, where you had yeah. to be there day in and night in uh, and fix all the all the technical issues. But you were not getting really a salary out of it. You were you were getting, uh, you know, a percentage of ad revenue, um, and 
I think at the end it was just sort of lack of time, lack of money, lack of you know, motivation to sort of really keep it going. You know? It got too yeah. big to be a hobby anymore. And so mm. he had the forum himself, I mean. And so, yeah, which is fair enough. But it's, it's, I mean, obviously I've touched on the fact that my kind of slot journey, if I can use that dreadful expression, was to be kind of you know, interested in it. And I think you know, the forum played a big part in introducing me to other people and clubs and taking that on. Um, and I stopped for a while and then sort of come back. Uh, and now it's practically what I do full time, to be honest. Because <laughs> as retirement is great, you get to play with your toy cars. But um, I don't know Gareth with separate podcast coming up with that. He sold his collection what four, five, six years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Doug and Alan, are you still? Where where are you on slot? What was you after the after that? What happened? So I know both both. Well, I had the club. Uh, which was good, and uh, there was a big community in Germany that I got involved with for a while. I know Doug was feeling a bit isolated club-wise, or, or even people to, to use the cars with. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I, I have to admit that the, the collecting was getting a bit out of hand. It, it was a bit addictive. Um, <laughs> you know, when you when you when your disposable income is gone and you're dipping into family funds, which I was for a while, then it starts getting a bit silly. So I had to grow up and, and calm down a bit. And then you, by by nature, then you fall out of the loop slightly. Um, but no, I still have most of them. Uh, they're just sitting in boxes. And do you? You don't use them. There's no, you don't have a club anymore. You don't no, go so racing anymore. Uh, we sold the big. We sold the wooden track. I took Magello down, um, which was probably the worst thing I ever did. I, that was a really bad move, getting rid of Magello. Um, and now I have a. I have an old barn, with the intention of putting some tracks back up. I still have an inordinate amount of Kitty, which is the Swiss stuff, uh, some American tracks, uh, and, a, and a couple of other variations. I'll put them up again sometime, but it's at the moment there's different priorities. Doug? Well, I mean, like Alan, everything is sitting in boxes, really. I, I haven't sold anything because I just never got around to selling it. Uh, but... Uh, um, if you do set up a, a barn, Alan, I can give you that one track uh, that came my way, that that very, very first digital track. Remember that, that kind of you intelligent that? digital thing? Wow. You know that wooden, you know that wooden thing? It, oh, it's sort yeah, of... yeah, yeah. Uh, what was it called? Ideal Slot Race. No, it was the, the automatic lane changing. Actually, which... it's, it's pretty good. It really is yeah. pretty nifty. You, know, you, can, you can have a lot of fun on it. it perfect but, uh, lane or something, yeah. wasn't it? Ideal. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah. Automatic lane changing, yeah, and the car like when they were too close, they stayed on a different line. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's ah, it. No, yeah. I'll talk to you about that, Doug. That would be excellent. Yeah, yeah enough, sure actually, you. thinking yeah. about it, the beginning of the end was probably digital. Yes, if mm. I'm honest, from kind of my side of it, a lot of maybe from the forum side a little bit, but actually, the whole digital thing, it just well, I didn't really do it for me at all. Um, and there was, you know, there was a lot of manufacturer push to promote digital, to talk about digital. There are lots of different systems. You know, it's your classic, you know, Hoover versus Dyson type thing and VHS versus whatever the other one was. Peter Max. Peter Max. There we go. So uh, there was a lot of that going backwards and forwards. And it was all quite interesting if you were, if you had one or the other. But you were just, again, people were just slagging off the mm. other one because that's not the one they had. I don't know. It, just, yeah. it went downhill a bit after that. So, I mean, I don't even, I mean, I'm not into it now. So, I, I mean, I've only ever raced on a digital track, either at NSCC events, big slot 
swap meets. That's it. I've never been to a track that's had digital, and I think that was kind of like a bit of a killer for it, actually. Yeah, so I think for the last, maybe the last couple of years where I was truly active, I did a lot of uh, club racing 24-hour events around Europe, Spain, Germany, Italy especially, um, with that 24-lane tracks, which were just basically eight-lane tracks mirrored. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were 36 lanes, some of them. And, and there was one in Germany. Uh, I can't remember the name of the system now. That was a 24-hour race on digital. That killed me. That was the toughest event I ever did. Because mm. not only are you trying to keep track of your car, which at night with nights is hard enough, you then have to work out what lane you're going in. And if you de-slot, you're put on the outside lane and you have to drive around and AI it, it uh, destroyed 24-hour racing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it's, well, I don't know if you know, they, they have in the UK, they have a 24-hour digital race on a two-lane track. So it's basically the sports hall, shape of Le Mans, even yeah. got a Ferris wheel in the pit lane. And I think they have, I'll get this wrong, I think they have 18 cars, 16 cars, something like that. And, uh, on two lanes? And it, on two lanes, on digital, yeah. <laughs> most of it's two lane. I believe most of it's two lane. Wow. Around the pits and everything is obviously a bit more multi-lane. Um, and even when they start, uh, there's a pace car leads leads the field round uh, and it pulls wow. up the pit lane and they, they kick off. Um, yeah. yeah. All due respect to them, but when you've raced on on thirty six lanes over twenty four hours and standard analog, you can't beat that. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, it's, I think it's a great device. I'm going. I, I, now that I've started, Gareth coined the phrase of the slot gypsies because we used to visit different clubs and and indeed countries. And uh, <laughs> I, I'm kind of holding up that tradition in my own little way. So down in Worthing, they have a, a digital. Uh, in fact, they've just had a digital Goodwood weekend, uh, and they have some digital endurance races and stuff. So, I'm going to the, the the club will lend me a controller and a car. So, I'm going to go and try that for an evening. Uh, I'll be rubbish, but I just want to. I just want to try it. Anyway, guys, listen. I, I think that's been really useful. Thank you. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. Hopefully, people have enjoyed listening. Um, I don't think we've broken any laws, so I don't need to alert the, the Talking Utter Slot legal department. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Um, I'll, say, I'll say thank you and goodbye to everybody who's listening. Thank you and goodbye to you guys. And um, don't hang up, but I'm going to stop recording. Okay. I really do need to plan the end of programmes better, don't I? Anyway, hopefully you enjoyed listening to us reminiscing like that. It was certainly good fun to see the guys and catch up again. All the regular Talking Up to Slot programmes are available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you enjoy listening to them.